I have the wrong one. And so far, they do. We keep trusting that our church will be there for us. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. So far, it manages to do just that, right? And for that, we can be really grateful. The real question, though, is whether we keep trusting in what faith can do in our lives. Do we have the courage to keep trusting that faith really matters? And that faith can provide the healing and hope that we long for in our hearts. Because just as seasons come and go, so do churches. If they can't answer the question of how to trust in our faith effectively. Will you pray with me, please? Gracious, loving God, we thank you for this church. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for everything that gives us hope in the world. We need to keep trusting you to hope for hope. We need your strength to do that. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Either through us or in spite of us, speak to us, thy people, we pray. You good? Yeah. Cool. So, some of you may recognize that picture. It was on Facebook. I went to my wife, Junan's family reunion last weekend with our son, Chris. And we had a great time in Hyde Park, Massachusetts, a neighborhood in the, on the south side of Boston, just a few blocks away from where Junan grew up. Junan and her family are Bostonians through and through. If you counted all the aunts, uncles, first and second cousins, more than 175 of them lived mostly within 30 miles of the city of Boston. And before the reunion, we had a service to bury the remains of her Aunt Marion, and she was laid to rest with dirt from Fenway Park. And I won't ask how they got it. They just did it. Junan is so much from Boston that she thinks that Arlington, the town where Boston's trolley lines end, is western Massachusetts. So to marry me, a guy from Springfield, Massachusetts, well, I may as well have been from Indiana, right? In, in many ways, Junan and I are very different people. I'm a Methodist, blue and free. And she's a Roman Catholic, through and through. I grew up in many places, and I had family from all over, and she's still the Boston gal from Hyde Park, who I married. I'm a Red Sox fan who became a Yankees fan in my college years. Sorry. And Junan, well, when your father is a cop pulling details at Fenway Park, you can imagine what some of our conversations at home are like, uh, especially last night. 
or not. You see, I think that God brought us together and has kept Junan and I together for all these years because of something bigger than who we are. In spite of our shortcomings as people, and we've got them, we keep trusting one another as we change and as, as life changes. We keep trusting one another because even though we are, in many ways, very different people, we both have a very deep faith in the God who we love so very much. We both believe that the living presence of God changes who we are and how we are. And we both live out this faith on a daily basis, deeply in love with the God who loves us so very much, and trusting that in that love, God will keep us together as we grow. Trusting in God is harder for some people than for others. For many years, our nation has put the words, in God we trust on all of our money. I guess this means that we're supposed to trust our money the way that we trust God, or something like that. I worry sometimes, though, that our trust in God as people and as a nation is about as strong as our trust in our bank accounts. <laughs> when things are good in our lives, and God seems to be on our side, it's easy to trust in God. Amen? And then there's those times that are tough. And then we trust God, maybe not so much. And for many people, times have been tough for a long time. As we get ready to celebrate America's Independence Day, I'm reminded that lasting trust does not come from things that go our way, but from putting our trust in God's way. When our Declaration of Independence was published on July 4th in 1776, we were in the middle of our great war with England, a war that we were very much in danger of losing. People were dying from starvation and illness also all over the American colonies. The hardships were great for trusting in God, that God was doing the right thing with us, and that we could do the right thing in and of itself with no promise for reward. And yet, the people who signed the Declaration put their trust in God as a bond of sacred honor with one another. People who keep trusting in God no matter what make it through the hard times and rejoice in the love of God both in good times and in bad times. In today's Old Testament reading from 2 Samuel, we hear David's poem that celebrates Israel's King Saul and Saul's son, Jonathan, after he died in a great battle. Saul had been a very cruel king, as the prophet Samuel had predicted. He tried to kill David several times. And though David had easy opportunities to kill Saul, he didn't. David trusted in God's plan and did not kill Israel's king, anointed by God. And so... When Saul died in battle, David could honor with a clean heart both the wicked Saul and also Jonathan, David's best friend. David kept trusting that being righteous, being a person who tried always to love others as God loves us, was always 
the right thing to do. Sometimes it takes a long time for us to give up on things that aren't worthy of our deepest trust. In Mark's Gospel today, a woman reaches out to trust that just touching the clothes of Jesus, the Son of God, will heal her wound that she had been bleeding for 12 years. And the bleeding made her ritually unclean for Jewish traditions, unable to worship God with others. Her social standing, her money, her family, she had lost all of these. None of them brought her any hope. None of them turned out to be worthy of her deepest trust. And yet, there was still something in her heart that trusted God. Something that helped her to put aside her bitterness, her misery, her doubts, her self-doubts, and to reach out to this man, Jesus, who seemed to be the very source of God's power. And so, much to the amazement of people following Jesus, a person who seemed to be completely unworthy of being in God's presence was healed deeply by God because she had abandoned trust in everything but God. And then, there are those people who thought that they trusted in God, but then realized that their trust had been in themselves and in their own culture, and not in the living God, the only trustworthy source of strength and hope. In Mark's Gospel, Jesus heals a bleeding woman on the way to visit Jairus, the Jewish religious leader. And Jairus had a position of power and prestige in the synagogue. Things were great for Jairus, until they weren't. His daughter was sick and dying. And so Jairus begs Jesus to do something to save his daughter. And Jairus' approach is completely different from the bleeding woman. He falls down before Jesus and begs him. He's using his power in public to demand that Jesus save his daughter. And when his servants tell Jairus that his daughter is dead, he's ready to drop Jesus like a hot potato. How often this is our own approach to trusting God. Trusting God is not a command performance for God to do what we want even in the face of death. It's removing our fears of what a loving God can do with us and for us no matter what. Jesus says to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just keep Trusting. Jesus wanted Jairus and his household to put aside their fear of trusting God, an approach that demands that God remove what makes us most afraid of our weakness, instead of always trusting in God's strength. Jesus invites Jairus and his family and the disciples into the room with the girl. And he shows them she's not dead at all, simply sleeping. Fear of losing the child had made people hysterical, and they had not paid attention to how their fears had blinded them to what God was already doing to bring her back to health. Human power will not keep us trusting in the God of our salvation. Money will not keep us trusting God. Our sense of accomplishment 
will not keep us trusting God. And even coming to church will not keep us trusting God if we give up on God the moment that things don't go our way. It takes a church with a deep and trusting faith in God to keep the church growing. In a world that's filled with false promises, angry threats, easy ways out, and self-pleasing images of who we are, it is only the churches who reach out to the world with deep trust in the living God and a deep willingness to witness to the enduring power of the living God in our own lives, those are the churches that will survive and thrive. This was true in the time of Jesus, it's still true today. And through faith, it will be true until the end of time. Put your trust, your full trust, trust that can be the bedrock of your life in the living God, the God who loves you, wants to save you and God's world from the destruction that comes from our fear of God's powerful love. God wants to complete your life with goodness, mercy, and joy through your trust. Bring it in. Let it be safe. Be loved. And be at peace forever. Amen. It's time now for the prayers of people. The time when we lift up our joys and concerns. out where we start and end. I think this week is where I start. All that? Okay. I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. Um, I can read my own writing, but I can't read this one side. Do you recognize that? Reading for love and support. Okay. Very good. Thank you. We pray for Edie and her family that they may have support and care at this time. We pray for Yvonne Kennedy and her husband, John, who passed away last Friday. We have prayers for those people in the world who have lost hope, who feel alone, and may even be losing their faith. We pray and joy in celebration for Sean and Jen celebrating their anniversary. Amen. We pray for those mourning. Frank Lewandowski and lots of his wife, Lorraine. We pray for Pat Coffey, who is having difficulty with her cancer treatment in the nursing home. We pray for Betty Tim, who had a stroke. Yes. Uh, I visited her, I can't remember which day this week, it was the day when we had a lot of money. Um, and she is resting comfortably and is able to communicate somewhat. And we pray for Adam Gonzalez, who you're not seeing here today because he's got 12-hour shifts at a steel factory. And he's very joyful to have that job. We pray for our nation. We pray for healing, peace, and justice for everybody in this land. 
We are supposed to be one nation under God in the We have to work on those words, don't we? And I pray that through faith we can. We also pray for people in our community. May we have many happy holidays filled with love. Thank you for your Would you join me in prayer, please? Gracious, loving God, we thank you for life, and we thank you for your love that helps us to celebrate and to endure the complexity of life. We have lifted up to you our joys and our sorrows, our pains, and our healings, our hope for peace and justice and true love. You know within the depths of our hearts whatever it is that we want to say to you in this moment, O Lord. Help us in the quietness of our hearts and in the privacy of our homes to reveal our hearts to you more fully. If we may keep trusting in you and become your church that allows the world to see that you are trustworthy, O Lord. Help us to show the world that trust, we pray. In the blessed name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, we do have a loving church, and for that I am so grateful, and for that we can all be grateful. And in gratitude for the God who is so loving, who is so caring, and has brought us so far, and has made such good works in us, we now receive our tithes and offerings to the glory of God's work in this place, that all may grow in the Sometimes this God can use 
and God. And so as we prepare to go from this place, let us keep in our hearts and in our muscles and the very fiber of our being this charge to keep. Let's say it together. May the Lord our God bless our nation, our world, and even us with healing and hope beyond our imagination. Keep trusting that the Lord will provide us life-giving change and seek it with everything that God has given you. And now, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance upon us, our nation, our world, and all of God's creation. And grant us all peace now and forever. And may the people so beloved by God say, Amen. Amen. Have a